Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 117 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing mate meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the amazing Jason. <laughs> Jason, how you doing today? I know uh, we have only done this a few times, so couple doing okay. And then the man, the myth, the legend. PSA and White Castle Hall of Famer Logan, how are you tonight? Today, I'm I'm side drafting you guys. That's all. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> Welcome everybody. What well, we got a great show today. We're gonna do a recap of last week's racers, the highest finishing rookie and winner. Their trading cards. This week we're gonna talk about Lewis Hamilton and the one of one sold from Sapphire 2020. We're talking about Funko. PSA is now grading Funkos. So for all the NASCAR collectors with Funko, and I guess I think there's F1 as well. And then we have some news in the Xfinity world or NASCAR truck Xfinity with Haley Deegan. And then we're going to finish the show with King's Court. Well, gentlemen, let's uh, side draft into last week's races. They were at Talladega. And Camping World Truck Series, that was race number 21. And that was the 17th annual Chevy Silverado 250. Now, Saturday, October 1st at Talladega Super Speedway. Matt Diabetadetto gets it there yeah. in the yellow uh, for his first NASCAR Truck Xfinity or Cup win. So... And then the highest finishing rookie was Jack Wood at position 19. I was happy to see Matty D win. Uh, I'm glad they actually pulled that race back to where they threw the caution because he was already going sideways across the line. <laughs> it was that was a heck of a race, a heck of a finish. Yeah, there was um, him and was it Holmes? Both of them were at the at the finish line there, waiting to find out from the replay until they finally. Sc- Meant or announced that Matty D had won the race. So, yeah, I can't believe that's his first win ever in any of the three major series. It just blows my mind. He's he's a good driver and a good guy. Yeah, it's been one thing or another. And to tell you how long he's been racing, his rookie cards 2010 in press pass stealth. I think we got a picture here. There we go. I see it. Do you see it? Awesome. That is card number 50. That is the stealth. Okay. Yeah. Stealth. And there's only like a few parallels back then. The purple, the 25, and there's a black and white version with no number. He's in the press pass signings if you're looking for a Matty D rookie autograph with the blue, silver, gold, and red. Numbered either unnumbered or numbered 74 or less. And then the 2010 wheels main event the autographs there and there's a different parallels of that too as well the base the blue the red black and again uh all and those are numbered 74 or less so not a lot of those matty d rookie cards out there 2010 so yeah he looks like a puppy in that picture yeah we have to find out Ooh. how old though yeah look at that that was that pizza pizza ranch Pizza, pizza Ranch. Okay, that's a new one. I mean, I was gonna say Pizza, uh, Pizza Palace or something, but Pizza they, Kwanzaa Hut. Yeah, I don't know what it was in, in Toy Story, but anyway, 
Getting yeah, back uh, to guess. I was, was, was going to say, uh, our buddy on Twitter, Nathan Marlowe, Dog 88 is thrilled to death about that, about Matty D winning. So shout out to him. Yep. And then our husband's finishing rookie, Jack Wood, position 19. He does not have any cards yet. So next race, race number 22. Only one more race until the finale in Phoenix. And that's going to be at Homestead Miami Speedway, Baptist Health 200. And that is going to be, we're going to have to wait a while, Saturday, October 22nd at 1.15 p.m. Eastern. Couple, couple things about this race. Did you see Jordan Anderson's crash where he yes. his, his truck caught on fire? Secondary he, burns. He kind of spun around a little bit and it hit the inside wall. He literally was coming out of the truck as that as that truck hit the wall. That that was unbelievable. I thought for sure he was going to get hurt, but he just popped right out of there and stood on the wall and jumped off. And he had some burns. He was not in good shape. They helicoptered him to the hospital. So I'm glad he's okay. But that was a bad, bad crash and a bad, bad hit. And it was crazy to watch. Really yeah, Jason, I don't know if you saw that, Jason. That that truck was on fire before. Yeah, I did actually. Um, I saw it, and then actually my wife saw it because it was on like the major news channels. It was one of the, I hate to say it like this, but like one of the plays of the day kind of thing. And she'd even seen it too. So yeah, we saw it. Yeah, thank God that safer barrier inside wall wasn't higher than it was. No kidding. He could have got crushed. That would have been, oh, that would have been. Right. So it made me think of, I think it was at, was it Riverside? Where was it? Was it Curtis Turner? Was somebody right there? Head, head hit on that, hit on that wall or whatever. But anyway. Oh, you're, you're, you're thinking of uh, Joe Weatherly. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't Riverside. That's how he died. That, And that's one of the reasons now they have window nests because he hit the wall and his head went out, out of the truck. I mean, out of the truck, out of the car. It hit the wall and it killed him. Yeah. So yeah, we we avoided something serious. Uh, I I know we think it's super safe, but it's just sometimes these weird situations where they haven't been thought of before. Thank God everybody was safe. So or. And another thing, did you see where Haley Deegan came in for a pit stop? She hit some of her crew members, knocked the tire out of his hand. It went out into the the grass between pit road and the track while it was green. And this guy, and I'm going to call him an idiot because that's what he was. He ran out into the grass and picked up the tire. And then they threw a yellow because they were pitting under green. And then they threw the yellow. And of course, NASCAR pulled his hard card. For yeah, they walked, they walked him out. They, they told him he, he got to go away. Yeah. That, that, situation was unfortunate you have the truck series folks trying to make it maybe not up on all the rules like there should be and yeah the, the tire got away like you said and then he tried to do the right thing and go get the tire but not realizing the bigger picture yeah i mean he could have really seriously got hurt i mean the, you know it was just a bad deal yeah, uh, somebody had mentioned like, well, what if one of the cars would have hit that tire and shot it into the crowd? So, um, I but, know. It was, but it was in the grass. So, you know, like, we're talking about split second decisions. So, yeah, and NASCAR was going to throw a caution anyway because that tire was out there, regardless if he went out to get it or not. But the fact that he went out there made him throw it quicker than they, you know, would have. 
But Haley did finish sixth, which was amazing for her. Yeah, that, okay. I think that is her best finish. It is her best finish in trucks. She did good. Yep. Okay, that's all I got. All right, <laughs> moving on. So next race, we talked about that. We got a few uh, weeks to go before Homestead and then the um, season finale at Phoenix. So right now, Stuart Friesen, Christian Eckes, John Hunter, Nemechek, and Grant and Vicker are on the outside looking in of the final four. So, which is Tommy Jeske, Chandler Smith, Zane Smith, and Ben Rhodes, last year's champion. Moving over to the Xfinity Series. That was the third annual Sparks 300, Saturday, October 1st, at Talladega Super Speedway. A.J. Amendinger was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Sheldon Creed at position 12. A.J. Amendinger is, uh, with that win, locked in to the round of eight with Noah Gretzkin. We've talked about A.J. Amendinger's cars before. 2007 Press Pass. Stealth, VIP. He has 2007 Press Pass signing in there, as well as 2007, tra- 2007 Tracks. Based and 2007 Wheels American Thunder. Yeah, Austin Hill, he led the first two stages, but he faded back. He just, he got, he got in the wrong line and went backwards. And you know, he had a chance to win, but just didn't happen for him. Yeah. And you get to that big super speedway and you pick the wrong, make a wrong decision there, you can get trucked to the back. Sure can. You, know, you saw where Ty freaking Gibbs crashed on lap three and he came back to finish seventh. So kudos to him. Sheldon Creed, we've talked about him again quite a bit. Uh, you just need about 20, 20, 21 Panini Chronicles. He's everywhere. All the different sets. The Chronicles base, Absolute, Black, Contenders, Crusade, Gold Standard, Limited, Obsidian, Phoenix, Pinnacle, Select, and then, if that's not enough, Spectra. He's in 2021 National Treasures. He's also in 2021 Panini Prism with the base card and the variation holding the trophy with all the different parallels in 2021 Panini Prism. And then there's also the signatures and endorsement. So lots of Sheldon Creed in 2021 mm-hmm. to collect. Yep. And Sam Mayer came so close. I was really wanting him to win. Yeah, he finished second. Next race, four more until Phoenix. That's going to be Charlotte Motor Speedway drive for the QR250. That's Saturday, October 8th at 3 p.m. That's going to be the Roval. Stages are end of lap 20, end of lap 40, and end of lap 67. And right now, Daniel Hemrick, Riley Herbst, Brandon Jones, and Jeremy Clements are outside looking in of the top eight. Ty Gibbs is third place there. He's plus 49. Austin Hill, 43. Josh Berry, 27. Algar, 25. Sam Mayer, 12. And Ryan Sieg at six, so... It's real close at that line for Sam Mayer and Ryan Sieg. Yep. Moving over to the Cup Series. That was the 54th annual Yellowwood 500, Sunday, October 2nd at Talladega Super Speedway. 
Chase Elliott was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Todd Gillen at position seven. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot going on in that race. It was an exciting race, don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, we did have a couple of big crack. We had like a big wreck on like lap 24. I think Ty Freaking Gibbs was in it, and he ended up finishing last because of that. We talked about Chase a few times as rookies. 2011 Wheels Element, card number 99. There's only a few parallels to it. There's the unnumbered green and red. There is the black number to 35, which if you remember, those are only available in the hobby boxes from the silver pack. Blowout has boxes, I think, for about 95. Uh, and I've updated it. So the purple I found... That's numbered to 25. They come from the fast lap hobby boxes. And then the only way to get the 2011 wheels element undiscovered elements autographs are from those silver packs out of the hobby boxes. And there's a version numbered to 225 and then another version to number 225. Yeah, I love that card. That's a nice one. I think that's a soon to be NASCAR glamour card in the future. You think so? Yeah, I think maybe if he wins if he wins another championship. If he wins another championship, I think it, it may very well be. Four more till Phoenix. Race number 32 is gonna be a Charlotte Motor Speedway, the Bank of America Roval 400. And that's gonna be Sunday, October 9th at 2 p.m. Eastern stages for the Roval end of lap 25, end of lap 50, and end of lap 109. Chase Elliott is locked into the round of eight right now. We have Austin Sindrick zero points ahead in eighth spot ahead of Chase Briscoe, who's zero points as well. William Byron, minus 11. Christopher Bell, minus 33. And Alex Bowman, minus 54. They're on the outside looking in. So uh, this looks, I think we said before, it looks a lot like some of the the ones we had being cut off on out of the six, out of the 12, I guess, from 16. So. Yep. I think we're just off. Yep. Moving over to Formula One. That was the 2022 Singapore Airlines Singapore Grand Prix. That was Sunday, October 2nd at the Marina Bay Street Circuit in Singapore. Sergio Perez was our winner. The, well, let's see. Sergio Perez, we've talked about him a few times this year. I think he had won one before. Monaco. And he has pre-2020 is the 2016 Tops Trumps Formula One Grand Prix Heroes. And then you get into 2020 Tops. He has about 152 cards in 2020. You have the Tops Now. He has three cards in the 2020 Tops Now. Uh, Card 10, 14, and 17. And also in 2020 Tops Chrome, Formula One, three cards there, card 13, 33, and 186. He's also in the World of Wheels. The parallels in Chrome, like the 70th anniversary, the gold, gold wave, orange refractor, orange wave refractor, red wave, and so forth. Also in the 2020 Tops Chrome, Formula One, track tags that's the other insert in the tops chrome as well as the sapphire and you do it all again with the different parallels he's also in the tops dynasty formula one 
2020 Tops F1 stickers. He has 11 stickers in the 2020 Tops F1 series and eight total turbo attacks as well. So lots of Sergio Perez cards in 2020. Next race is, and so I had this listed as race, I think it was 18. Uh, there was no race 17. That was mm-hmm. um, the Russian race that was pulled. So next race, race number 19 is Japanese Grand Prix. That's going to be Sunday, October 9th at 1 a.m. And that's the Suzuka circuit. And our standing so far, Max Verstappen is leading the points championship over Charles Leclerc at 104 points. Sergio Perez at 106 so it looks like Max was maybe a good finish, might be able to wrap it up. So he was struggling all day and uh, wasn't, I think he was, if he was a win, he could have locked it up. So I might have to yeah. wait to one of these other races. Yeah, he didn't qualify well. He, he actually almost crashed, went off the track, came back around. He passed a bunch of more cars to get back up to seventh. I mean, he could have done better if he hadn't had so many issues. He may have gotten up. He could have maybe gotten into the podium. But then you know, Lewis Hamilton also crashed as well. He crashed head on, like on lap 33 or something. And uh, but it was it was a crazy race. Now I got a I got a, a a funny statistic for you guys real quick. Do you realize that? And th- I want you to think about this when I say this. Max Verstappen has won more times when Charles Leclerc has been on the pole than Charles Leclerc has won when he was on the pole. <laughs> that says a lot. That says a lot. Uh, for mistakes or whatever for Charles Leclerc, mm-hmm. I guess, or technical issues or, you know, or something, right? Yeah. So, and one more thing. Uh, this was Fernando Alonso's 350th start in, in Formula One. Uh, he passed the, the record of 349, which Kimi Rakkinen had. And he also is he has the record for most distance raced and the longest F1 career now. So that was a milestone race for him. Impressive. Yeah. And you know who's second in most starts after him? Yes. Current, current driver. Think about it. Who's been around a long time. I was going to say Perez, but. Nope. Come on, Jason. I know you, I know you'll figure it out. Somebody's been around a long time. Who's been, who, who we talk about a lot. Hamilton? Ding, ding, ding. That's right. Lewis Hamilton has 305 starts. I guess I wasn't thinking that he's been around that long because it's it's new to me, but then the cards 05, 06. I mean, so that's... Yeah, it's hard to believe that's almost 20 years ago. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's hard yeah. to when you put it like that, it's like, oh my, God. Oh my right? goodness, you're right. Oh, <laughs> Another couple years <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so yeah speaking of lewis hamilton move slide into the next segment there the one of one chrome sapphire from 2020 i believe it was the image variation was pulled when we i think we watched maybe for the steel city break and that was oh, what was that april may maybe so uh there was a post by PSA was it today? Yesterday? Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was posted by PSA. I've I've got, I've actually got it. So before we 
before you play the video, is that that's the same card that's in the opening intro for us, correct? Uh, that's a great question. That is a good question. So we were, I was watching it as you know, we're getting ready to start the show, and I'm like, hey, there's that. I'm pretty sure that's that card because we've done that for a few months. We didn't do it the whole time, obviously, but I'm pretty sure it's in the intro too. But we'll we'll check it out later. Well, it'll be in the intro and the outro, so I'll have to let the out okay. the out go the all, the whole way today to see. I must have grabbed it when probably when it happened, were, yeah, yeah, when they threw out the scans, or whatever. I notoriously will grab screenshots. I got so much, so it helps with content for the show. So all these years, all right, let's go to the videotape here. Here we go. The 2020 Lewis Hamilton Pat Bradshaw just sold for $740,000 in a private sale. This is the first recorded sale of this iconic one of one. From the first year that Topps produced its now widely popular F1 cards, this is easily one of the single best F1 cards and Lewis Hamilton cards in existence. The 2020 Lewis Hamilton Pat Bradshaw just sold. Okay. <laughs> so did you catch the, catch the prize? Yes, I did. Seven hundred forty thousand. Private sale. Way too much. Yeah, that, that's 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 a pretty steep price. Somebody wanted that card bad and paid a lot of money for it. Well, that's you know the ultimate Lewis Hamilton, I guess, first mass-produced card, one one sapphire limited print run. So that's a super glamour card. Yeah, it is for a Formula One. That's that's probably a, a definitely a Formula One glamour card, but there's only so, one of them. So that's it, and they and have it. Have it. It's just that thing, like you know, I'm repeating what we said before the show, but it's like, how many one on ones are there? And yeah, each one's a different one on one because it is what it is. But I I have that mindset of I would rather have the the non-manufactured rare like the 0506 stuff that's like was in a magazine that 75 percent of people threw away at that point in time so that's the stuff i would rather have personally but you know spend your money how you see fit so yeah right collect the what you want yep again there's all those different parallels then the numbered ones, and then I think this is the image variation. To your point, there's so many Lewis Hamiltons in there, but plus it's um, an eight. And we yeah. I know we've had this discussion before where it's a one of one and it's an eight. Do you keep it as an eight or do you grade it? I mean, it'll always go down in history as it was an eight at one point in time. So even if you take it out and make it PSA authentic. Does that change the value? Because we've talked before where it's a one-on-one. Once you get it graded, that's not a horrible idea for preservation. But at the same time, it's not a very old card to only be a PSA 8. You know, at, at least you'd be hoping for a 9, which I'm sure everybody is at that point. But what's it do to the value to switch it to an authentic? Does the 8, which, like, which is better? Which do you guys think? I think it's a great question because, you know, I would like if it was authentic, what would it sell for? Would it sell for more or less or the same amount? And then I know when you do the grading, I think you can have it switched where if it's you said a minimum grade 
and maybe go to the authentic. So maybe if it's a nine or ten, I get it graded. If it's eight or lower, I get it authentic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to your the point, new- Jason, the cat's out of the bag now, and so no matter right. what happens, and you know PSA kind of tracks that. They wouldn't probably grade it again, but they, you probably could get it converted to authentic. Or if you had it authentic, you could get it graded. But now, you know, it's only got graded one time. Right. To, to your point, you get it. And I'm sure the person who got it, they just went, they just sent it off without probably looking at it hard to see what it would get. You know, they probably weren't thinking that. So, but a new card, you would think that it would be a nine or 10 and not an eight. And I'm wondering yeah. if that hurts PSA anyhow, looking at having that as an eight, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt them. And if anything, it helps their integrity. Well, I thought I had heard like, you know, everything new is not a nine or a 10. Maybe they needed one of those card cleaners. Another <laughs> story. I thought at the national somebody was telling us that there was a Trevor Lawrence. Maybe the was the Lawrence was a seven or whatever, but PSA was trying to get it out of the holder. Maybe I don't I remember that. that. Maybe I dreamt that. But anyway, uh, and speaking of PSA, moving over to the next segment, they are now grading Funkos. Yep. So well, let me pull this back up. So just got this today, actually around two o'clock that PSA is now grading Funko. So prior to this, they did authenticate them, did authenticate the autographs on them. So you could get them encased with the authentic, but now you can actually get them graded. The only thing that kind of, I don't know how to word this, it kind of, worries me to a degree and I'm jumping ahead but the Funkos you can take them out of the box and put them back in yep but you you stand the chance of damaging the box when you try to take them out because you know how you know when the boxes fold in you you start lifting up a corner so I, I would try to like not mess right with them at all. and so this has always been my question and I don't do a lot okay so Val has it on the screen. $39 for the grading. Right now it's a 45-day turnaround or less than that, which is not terrible. Um, but it's the authentication, the grade, 45-day turnaround. So that's you know nine weeks, nine business weeks or less, which is not bad. Um what's it what is it for a base card grade right now, Logan? Is it like 25? I think is the special. 22. Point two. Okay, so yeah, the Funko is not bad because you're getting you know a bigger case or whatever for it. Um, if you have the autograph as well, it's an is that a, so that's an additional twenty five, which I don't think that's bad either. And then the autograph grade is another ten, so anywhere between thirty nine and seventy four dollars for the nine week turnaround. Well, I would think probably with folks that listen watch the show they're probably doing autographs right because we have f1 funkos and nascar funkos right and, and i know the nascar guys are getting them signed I, i've right. seen them and so to do autograph authentication you're talking 64 bucks so 
out of the gate. So I, I mean, if I had a Chase Elliott or a Petty, um, and it's also the thing of I would not get the autograph graded unless I knew nope. it was ten. Like, I wouldn't either. I, I don't. Well, I'm. It goes back to the Lewis Hamilton thing that we were just talking about. To, well, the the um, NASCAR as a as a whole and stuff that I've seen, I usually just want to make sure the autograph is authentic, right? I'm not necessarily looking at worry about how the grade would be. I I would visually look at it, make sure it's not you know whatever streaky, but I don't know if I care enough to make sure that I. You know, hey, if it's not a ten autograph, I wouldn't get it. I would, you know, eight, nine, or ten would probably in the warehouse for me would be, you know, would be fine. And you could visually be able to tell the difference if it was lower than that. So uh, for the extra ten bucks, but it definitely like in the sixty-four dollar range would be where I would be would be submitting because I would be getting, I would be doing signed Funkos if I did them. Yeah, I have a Richard Petty Funko, and I would love to get that thing autographed and then get it encapsulated. I think that would be be a sweet presentation piece. That would definitely be a nice shelf presentation. Okay. So a couple of little things, because I'm reading the email more. So the as you can see on the screen, it just has submit under the grading, but coming soon under the autograph. So we're not there yet for the autograph. Okay. So they've tell they tell you the price, but haven't committed right. to it yet. So the other part of this is in the email, it says whether shipped or dropped off because they're offering the drop off service at New York, New York comic con, whether Shipped or dropped off, your pops must be in a pop protector for us to accept them. Okay. So it has to be in like that. It's basically a top loader type plastic. It's not real hard, but the you know there is some protection there. Um, Does it have a lid? Yes. Okay, so it's protected all four sides. So yeah, I've seen them at GameStop. You can get them. I think four for eight dollars so they're not expensive so we get cheaper somewhere else too so so i want to know do they call them pop loaders oh they should they, they should, should. <laughs> look at me patenting that name <laughs> pop loaders okay so going back to what i said in the beginning or started to say in the beginning because you can take them out of the box what are they going to grade because are they going to take the pop out of the box itself? I wonder if it's like the starting lineups. They grade in. Is there any detail in that email? Not detail like that. In the email. Okay. Like the starting lineups, it was the, the, the card and the bubble. And, you know, if it was any kind of damage. And I don't know if there's any creases in the cardboard. Right. So I guess that I'm was starting lineups back in the day. So right, I'm wondering if well, and that was AFA, that wasn't PSA either. But I'm wondering if the grader themselves, when they get it on the desk in front of them, are they popping it? Oh, I didn't mean to say it like that, but are they <laughs> taking it out of the box? Because it's in the plastic clamshell. But are they taking it out of the box to put it back in? Are they grading it and like holding it up? And 
It's kind of like a comic book to me. I don't see how you can grade a comic book with 50 pages and hit everything. You know what I mean? So, like, what exactly is on this little report card? Oh, so I go down farther down. There's actually tells you what the grades are. When you were saying that, I remember reading, looking at this email and like saying, oh, yeah, there's a number grades. So the sticker application is not to seal the box. Those are like the exclusive GameStop exclusive or, you know, what it's those stickers. It it almost looks like they're grading the box. That's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it seems like. Yeah, because it says right here, it says, the box must exhibit a clean window that's free of any scuff, scratches, or dents, and have sharply fo folded corners. It will be perfectly sealed. It will have a perfectly sealed sticker application and ultra clean surfaces on all six sides. So, and it was, I, I, I'm sure they'll visually look at the buckle pop inside, make sure that it doesn't look damaged or anything. But it almost sounds like they're grading the dang box. Yeah. Which. And I don't want to say it's disappointing, but like my wife is very particular and we do collect toys, but I, I was not one to do this. I was more worried about the box than the actual figure or whatever was inside. And she was the one that kind of turned me on to like, well, check out what you're actually buying. Because if you do open it one day and it's got, you know, a a brush mark or you know something on the skin or whatever like a little speck that's not supposed to be there box mm -hmm. doesn't matter so that's why i was wondering what they're going to do inside yeah because if you look at a, a, a psa one funko pop it says that uh the <laughs> the expect the box of the funko pop to be almost completely falling apart <laughs> <laughs> flaws can include an almost ungluing of the window. Windows must still be present. Heavy stains, sun bleaching in multiple areas, and multiple areas of paper loss and large tears. Oh, my gosh. Can you pull up the picture? I mean, you already have a gazillion tabs open. Can you pull up the picture of what it'll look like graded? Uh, Yeah. There was it earlier. I think it was higher up in the... It's it. There we go. Now the case is nice. It is nice. And I like that 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 one. That's a cool one with Doc. I like that. Yeah. Is there another one above it? In the email, they show an Otani and a uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, here's Otani. So, like, that MLB sticker on the front, that's kind of what I'm talking about. I'm thinking that they mean, like, that those aren't peeling off. Right. You're talking about this right here. Yeah, the baseball. Yep. Baseball. And then let's see, go up further. Here is it's Batman. So, yeah, I think it's a great service. Um, you know, I would want to get one done just to protect it. You know, I'd hope I get a 10, but man, can you, can you imagine trying to ship these things? I would be scared to death shipping these things to PS. You know what? It's not, 
it's not terrible and there are certain boxes that you can find that fit really well like you just need a little bit of padding and they're they're not like our white card boxes they're a little bit bigger uh they're out there but yeah i want to do one of these just to see what it's like i did a couple starting lineups back in the day like 20 years ago but i'll definitely do a couple of these now the email also doesn't say whether or not you have to be a member but i'm assuming you do Hmm, that's a good question because I mean a lot of these people who collect these things, you know, they don't collect cards. Um yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, if you have to be a member or not. It doesn't say. I would I would assume since it doesn't say that you don't have to be. Right. Just gonna take over the screen for a second. I was gonna show the NASCAR pops. Yeah, go ahead, man. There you go. So you have a few. There's there's a Chase Elliott here. Oh, you know what? When you go down to the Gordon in the car, yeah, I wonder if they do the bigger ones, the rides. Hmm. Because those boxes are like two side by side size. Oh wow. Okay. So I wonder if they do those. So I didn't realize Mario Andretti has one. I like that. Yeah, Bubba, Chase, Jimmy Johnson, of course, Richard Petty, another Jeff Gordon, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Dallin Hart Jr., Martin Truex Jr., Earnhardt Jr., Ryan Blaney, another uh, Jeff Gordon, and then there's only two F1s. I remember Jason talking about this, or we had talked about yeah. it. Lewis I, I don't know if they're out yet, but because when we were talking, there was going to be a while before they came out. Yep, just the Mercedes team. Yep, Lewis the Hamilton and yeah, Valerie Bottas. Yeah. So those would be all interesting candidates to get autographed. You know what? The one that I'm I'm wanting to get done is my autographed Dale Earnhardt Sr. one. <laughs> For just a split second, I was like, did you? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I should know better. You should know better. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame on me. Any more Funko? No. That's all I got. All right, next segment we wanted to talk about that we that we said we were talking about is the big news out of the Xfinity series or out of Haley Deegan's camp that she'll be running her first Xfinity race in Las Vegas. I'm I'm excited about it. Honestly, I want to see how how she does. Are you streaming that? Do I need to add that? No. Okay. No. I, I'm. I, Do we have any photos, or I'll pick, pull up the Twitter. Yeah, you can pull up Twitter. All right. I'll let you talk about it then. So it's not only just the first race; it's the sponsor for the first race. 
Yeah, that's one that I was going to go with, and because so, that's quite interesting too. Uh, yeah. here, so let me here, ask here. you while you're pulling this up. Let me ask you guys: if you are going to said sponsor to try to get them to buy the paint job for that car, are you adding the? This is the first race in Xfinity for more money, or does that matter? I think, I think we're going to see a bump in her cards, just just for this announcement. Well, I'm saying, if I'm Deegan's team and I go and say this is the this is the normal price, but because it's the first Xfinity price, is it twenty five percent more or whatever? Because it's first race in the new series or in the upper series level. going both ways uh, for getting the, the extra money or, or not, you know, and, and it could be usually it's a package deal instead of just one, it might be multiple. So if it's just one, usually charge more, I'm, I'm sure. So, or unless they're trying to up and try to entice them to maybe do more later, but it's going to, it's uh pristine auctions. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, you know, Pristine Auctions, they do a lot of NASCAR, and they have a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. So I thought it was a natural for that. And maybe they have some of her stuff uh, on auction, too. So, or Oh, yeah, it's for sure. Coming. Oh, you know they do. Or that hood or whatever. Yeah. So it's all going to depend on, you know, how she does. I think she... I kind of talked about it before, and we've been talking it for a few years. I think she has the an opportunity to actually change the sport. Uh, <clears throat> we haven't talked about it recently, but auto racing is one of the only sports where you know men and women can compete on the same track, course, whatever at the same time, as opposed to uh, basketball, they have their own league or tennis, they have their own league and golf, their own league. And, you know, maybe they're allowed to coach a football game or baseball game. They don't actually get to, to play and compete. So racing is one of those sports where they can uh, compete. And I think it can bring a lot of new eyes to the sport. So. Yeah. I'm expecting to see a bump in her cards, and especially if she does well. Uh, I saw a poll out there earlier today. I forget who had it, uh, you know, saying, hey, where do you think she's going to finish? She was like 1 to 10, and then like 10 to 20, you know, 20 to whatever. And, you know, I clicked that I figured she'd be, you know, like maybe 20th. You know, that, that was my hope anyway. You know, who, know, who knows what's going to happen? I like to see, you know, because we had it with Greg Golding and Panini on the cards. I would like to see her in, you know, this pristine suit on some of the upcoming cards. And I don't think it'll get this far because I think pristine will, you know, keep it for themselves. But it would be cool to see some patches in Prime or whatever coming up. National Treasures, like where it's pristine auction, some swatches. 
That you're right. That would be nice, but I don't. I think you're right, Jason. I think Pristine is probably going to want to keep that that her uh, uniform yeah. for themselves. So let me ask, because you guys have the history, and especially Logan, through the years when there were multiple brands creating cards, you know, Upper Deck and Press Pass and all those guys, would they feature pictures? Let's say. Press Pass and Upper Deck are going at the same time. Would Press Pass ever feature a picture of a driver that was sponsored by an Upper Deck, or or, or did was that ever an option? That's never been an option. Okay, um, I didn't know if somebody had ever had like a small sponsor that maybe like, hey, they snuck it onto a card or you know whatever. I think Press Pass did do a little bit of sponsorship back in the day. It was very little uh, on the trading cards. But by that time, I think Press Pass was already the monopoly, so I don't think it really gotcha. it really mattered at the time. Uh, and it's the same way now, of course, with Panini. You know, they, they own the rights, and they... they right. So there's really no, nothing that can happen out of that. But, you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about with... Uh, Kurt Busch being, you know, sponsored by the Jordan brand. And then, you know, that's, that's owned by Upper Deck or not owned by Upper Deck, but Upper Deck has the rights to that. And, uh, you know, I think, I, I think that we, I think there's actually a logo, a partial logo man card out there that I saw somewhere on Twitter. Yeah. That, that was first thing that came to my head when you said that I was going to ask you about that. So, you know, I guess there is some cross pollination there, but, you know, I, I, I would think that, I don't know, I, I would think that, that if multiple, we had multiple licensees of NASCAR cards right now, that I would like to hope that they would cross-pollinate with each other and say, you can use mine, I can use yours, and everybody be fat and happy, and we're not doing a bunch of airbrushing or, you know, photoshopping of these photos. Yeah. Obviously, it's not happening because we all had that we had that Jordan thing like two years ago, where he was just in the background of that one basketball card. So it's not happening anytime soon. No, it's not. You're right. It's probably not. You'd like to think they'd play well together, but they're probably not. Yeah. We need a um, NASCAR team owners subset, like they used to do, Joe Gibbs and Hendrick and Childress and. Because we have Justin Marks and Michael Jordan, <laughs> Jordan track house. Well, track house with Pitbull and Gordon, you know, with, with Hendrick or or whatever, and get more with Penske and Childress and so forth. So, yeah, um, Brad Darty. So, so you know. Haley Deegan is the team that's going to be uh, fielding her car is SS Greenlight Racing. I don't know that I'm really totally familiar with those guys. I know they fielded some cars before, but I'm really not that familiar with those guys. Yeah, I don't know how, how much of a powerhouse they're going to be or how fast of a car they're going to bring. Like we talked about the driver the team, the the crew making good decisions on pit road and a little bit of luck, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, Haley said she wants to go to a mile and a half track because that's where she feels comfortable, 
and she's just wanting to get her feet wet. So, you know, I would be, if it was me, I'd be wanting to go out there and try to just kill them if I could, you know, but I can understand. I mean, she, she hadn't been in a car in over a season. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'm hoping that comes back to her, you know, when she ran Arca. So we'll see. Yeah, me too. I hope she does well. I, w I wish her very well. And it's like what you said, uh, she's got kind of got the hobby in her hands right there. Uh, you know, I'm not going to put all, I'm not going to do like what the hobby does now where some, some player has a good game and their, their cards go up and then they have a really bad game and then their cards go down. I'm not going to put all my eggs in one race basket. I, I, I want to see her do well over a period of time, then make the judgment. Okay. Yeah. It's time to start buying Haley cards again, or eh, maybe not. Well, I, th I think you kind of hit it there is, you know, can she go out there and, and run and bring the car back in one piece and what, how fast of a car and people might not realize this, you know, how, how good of a car do they have? And can she finish that position or a little bit higher, right? Winning the race is totally out of the question, but I agree. Um, it's just a matter of can she show some some progress there, and then maybe sure up, you know? Because I think she's auditioning for maybe some other Ford teams or something. So if she can, you know, kind of piece it together. <clears throat> Who knows? She may, you know, go to a, a Stuart Haas type deal or something. Who knows? Yeah, I think she's destined for that, but you know, there's nothing concrete yet at this at this level, right? She's a lot of folks. There's eyes on her that normally people probably wouldn't be looking at these lower levels, right? They're looking at the cup level, but getting kind of getting to see some of this underlying how things work from truck to Xfinity to the cup and I speaking of I know we didn't talk about this but like AJ Yamadinger they're talking about maybe him getting pushed up to cup with, oh he uh, is it, it, he's going to to cup full time next year in the number 16 car yeah for college racing he is he's going yeah, so, so here's somebody who has been up to cup came down and just kind of I don't know I'll say found himself but really had some great outings here these last couple of years and now getting an opportunity to go back to cup so yeah, well, you know, he won the Cup Indy race, you know, in a collie car. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's all we got for Deacon. Yep. So I guess move to King's Court. All right. I guess I need to pull up my little screen so I can talk about it. I guess what you need to do is uh, cue the music. Okay, in this week's King's Court, we're going to start out with our Truck Series winner. This was on the 4th of October. It's 2021 Panini National Treasures Fire Suit Booklet 101, Maddie D. With a Cup Series logo. That is one sweet card. <laughs> that is pretty. It's, I love it's a stitch one, too. Yeah. yeah, buddy. That's why I had to put this in as an honorable mention. I could just not let this one go. 
Uh, that is absolutely gorgeous. I love that card, man. Whoever got that, man, you got a great card. But it went for, it actually went to bidding, and it went for $525 with 32 bids. So it was pretty strong. And, of course, this was after his win. So, you know, everybody's kind of in the Matty D frenzy. But uh, it's still. Yeah, I think it, it got a little bit of a bump because of the win, but it it's a gorgeous gorgeous card yeah that is one of the more cooler cards i have seen in a while right there. right so they don't make them like this anymore because they're all like screen printed so they have the embroidery absolutely uh, yeah because the new yeah. one's not, not going to be like that no it's not that's a beauty right there so again congrats to whoever got that so next up is going to be our joker this was on the 29th of september 1986 Ace Trump game, Ayrton Senna. It's a Formula One. It's in his Lotus Renault car. Um, it's a PSA 10. I actually have that set still in the box. Uh, it's a PSA 10. It went for a buy it now price. Somebody went click and they bought it for 349 bucks. Soon as wow. I saw it. And you know what's funny about that card is that it doesn't have his name on it, it's just his car. Hmm. I didn't even notice. That. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I bought that box, little box set years ago to get uh, a few cards for a, a PSA set I was working on. So I'm sure you paid three hundred dollars for that. Uh, no, but I, I've got one that I need to get graded now. Then I see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. So next up is the Jack of the Week, our Young Gun. This was on the 2nd of October, and look who it is. It's Ty Freaking Gibbs, 2022 Donruss Optic Go Vinyl 101, Ty Freaking Gibbs. It's an SGC holder. It's a 9.5, and, uh, of course, it's a 101, and it went out for bidding as well. It was pretty strong. Wow. It went – and check out the price. It went for $554.54 was the final price. It's 17 bids. Car 54, where are you? There you are. There he is. But that's a nice, that's a nice card right there. Tyreek and Gibbs. I love it. I saw it, but it got too pricey for me. Uh, and of course, I'm cheap and I just bowed out. But yeah, that's a that's a sweet card. What do you guys think about that? That's nice. I like yeah. it's the no offense, but something different. Yeah, I mean, and the gold, the gold does well with his, uh, you know, his uniform and the colors and everything. It's the colors pop pop pretty well. So I like yeah, that card. Kind of makes it look a little three D. Yeah, buddy, it does. You're right. All right, so uh, next up's our Queen of the Week. This was on the fourth of October, 2020. Wow. Yeah, 2020 Prism uh, Haley Deegan White Sparkle Auto 101. It was in those white sparkle packs that you got in National Treasures. It's also an SGC, an SGC holder. And it got a 9.5 with a 10 auto. Uh, it was also a buy it now price. Two grand. Thousand dollars. Wow. Somebody went, I love Haley. Click. Wow. Bought it for two grand. That's amazing. But it is a nice card, though. 
Yeah, I'd love to know the print run for the white sparkle autos. They're like I think Jason had talked about like the white sparkles being limited, very limited. So I would imagine that the white sparkle auto is even more rare. Yeah, you know, I've never ever, of course, I've never pulled any kind of auto out of those uh, packs, those white sparkle packs. But I guess those things, the odds of getting one of those things has just got to be astronomical. Yeah, I'm getting. Uh... <laughs> Isn't it okay? Is that an actual one of one, or is it just a one of one because of the grade? That's an actual uh, one, isn't it? I think it's a one, actual one of one. It must be on the back. They, there is no image of the back. Okay, gotcha. So I, th- and those prisms are stamped on the back, and it would yeah. be like the Ty Gibbs, right? It'd be in ri- written on the paper that it was a one of one. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I wish they had the back photo. Is that sticker or on card? It should be sticker. Sticker. Uh, sticker. sticker. It even kind of goes off just barely. Yeah. For the at the signature the last name, yeah. yeah. Sure does. I hate when it does yeah. that. Yeah, I mean not this is about but Richard Petty, the way he can put that big signature on that little sticker. Yeah, yeah if he can do it, anybody can. Well, he has time and attention to his autograph, so. Yeah, well, you know, he, he cares about his fans, so he, he always does a great job. And it probably has like four times the ink as Haley has on her. <laughs> yeah, know, absolutely. Because he does full name. Anyway, I'm sorry. Okay, so I guess we can move on from this one to our King of the Week. This was on the 30th of September. Check this out. 2014, press pass number 23, Kyle Larson. It's a PSA 9. And it's a pop one of one, none higher. I don't know that a lot of people have actually graded that card. But uh, they were asking $5,999.99 for this card. The best offer that was accepted was $1,000. $1,000 for Kyle Larson in American, as you would say, it's American. There you go. So this is not a one of one. It's just the pop of a PSA right. nine with there's no tens. Correct. That seems like a 2021 price to me, not a 2022 price. Yes, I somebody yeah. uh, somebody really wanted this card. I'm trying to remember who who opened the case of 2014 Press Pass American Thunder. If it was Nick or somebody, they need to be sending a few of those in. Yeah, no doubt. I, I may send some of those in now. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to look. I think all mine are signed. That's the problem with my stuff. It's gee, that's a shame. I'm well, <laughs> well, you know, in this case, you know, <laughs> I get a PSA nine or ten, but you know, I guess I have to go look now at the at the edges because when I get stuff signed, I, I try to, you know, keep the edges pointy, but you know. You know how getting autographs. Anyway, oh yeah, I wasn't sure if this was a legit one one or it's just a PSA nine because, like you, I, I don't know. I guess when we go to the next one. Maybe I'll look up the pop report and see what if it's just one been graded. Yeah, it's just a pop one of one. It's not. It's not a. It's not a numbered one of one. Color. What I'm saying is, you know, there's been like 35 graded, or there's only been one graded. 
Yeah, true. Two true. Graded. Yeah. So yeah, that was a, that was a big price for that card, if you ask me. Big yeah, I, I think that was. Uh, I think somebody didn't realize what was going on. Maybe. Yeah, somebody got caught up in the moment. Because for a thousand dollars, you can buy some wax boxes. Yep, no doubt. What was that, Jason? Somebody got a heck of. Somebody thought they got a heck of a deal because they got eighty percent off. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of those ones where you have a crazy price and you're just looking for somebody to yep. come in, throw some kind of number out there. and Yeah, no doubt. All right, so let's move on to our Ace of the Week, our one-on-one. This was on the 30th of September. Hold on. Uh, just to finish up, uh, that is card number 23, and that pop is one. It's the only one it's the only one that's been graded ever. Yes. I'm fixing to change that. Oh, you guys are <laughs> the market. So basically somebody got a thousand dollars for sending the first be the first one to get something graded. That oh. used to be that used to happen in 2010. 2011 and 12 when people were you know just starting to send stuff in for certain sets and we it, the only one graded so yeah anyway. oh, i know well i remember right. when the very, the very first dale earnhardt uh right so you, yeah was graded. It's, it's, it's that same thing but anyway all right so yeah our, our ace of the week uh was on the 30th of september it's 2022 tops now f1 Number 17, Max Verstappen, in Miami Grand Prix, gold, one of one. So somebody got lucky and got the one of one when they got their package and freaked out. Uh, this was sold out of Canada. So this is going to get a little weird when I start talking about some of these numbers. But uh, they were asking $6,000 Canadian, which equates to $4,390.94 U.S., so that's what they were asking. It sold for $5,100 Canadian. Wow. Which was, which translates to $3,768.66 U.S. So basically almost $3,800 in U.S. money. Wow. For that card. Yeah. And it's ungraded. Can you imagine opening up your package and you, you get you get the one-on-one? Oh my god. That's the scratch off. I remember seeing this. I thought I saw this for sale or looking for offers in like one of the F1 Facebook groups. You probably but, I didn't see it, but you probably did. But I mean you're talking thirty seven, thirty eight hundred dollars for this. That was I, I think Jason had said I you know, I think this is like 2021 prices yeah as yeah. opposed to 2022 prices because i know it's a one-on-one but mm, i you know it wasn't like i don't know, for me it would need to be the championship one-on-one or something this is just yeah. victory in miami and it would also have to be graded well that too right yeah. but you again know, then it goes back to the like the lewis hamilton the sapphire, you get it and say if it's a nine or ten, I want it, but I don't want to eight. 
or less. So the, anyway. guy, the guy, the person that originally purchased this could have gotten it for $10. I mean, they could have theoretically bought one card and gotten this one-on-one and made this mm-hmm. huge profit. But one thing to consider is when Tops does the relics and the autographs and they do the one-on-ones for these people, they charge like $700. I mean, they're not cheap one-of-ones. So even if we take it to that extreme, that it's a $700 card and this person paid thirty-four, you know, $3,400 in dollars or thirty-seven or whatever it was, that's like exactly what you said. 2020, 2021 price is not 22. This is craziness. Yeah, I think they overpaid. Whoever bought it overpaid, but they wanted it. And, you know, it's all supply and demand, you know. Yeah. And it could have been somebody trying to finish a rainbow or, you know, something like that. So, right. And Miami is, was very important to them. Yeah. Very now, true. there was, uh, I don't know if it was on Twitter. Maybe it was on, yeah, it was Twitter. Where, um, so the, the Nick Van Vendry or whatever, what I can't remember his name exactly. Uh, my glasses are horrible, but, um, I tweeted out because Tops has not put the print run in the archive and they were asking about the print run and they had gone to one of the races and uh, they bought the Tops now. And so, you know, they, they would have it with their ticket and stuff like that. So it could be where somebody went to Miami and trying to get the rainbow of the Miami. So I can see a situation where somebody wanted it, would want it bad. Right. Yeah, I could too. I mean, I, I'm not going to fault anybody for. I mean, it's your money. You pay what you want. Right. But that that car's just not for me at that price. Yeah, they're for me at the like a normal trading or selling that would be too much. But for somebody like said who has a real desire for that, then money is no object if they have it. And so. Yep. So more power to them. It keeps the hobby moving. It does keep the hobby moving. So I guess uh, we'll end it up with our Royal Flush. This was uh, on the 4th of October. Yeah, look at this card, man. 2020 Toss Dynasty F1 Max Verstappen Rookie Auto Autograph. It says it's out of 10. It's also a PSA 10. And it's a Pop 1. This card went out for bidding. And it went for $14,302. With 67 bids. So 67 a lot of people bids, like yes. this one. I was going to ask you if you thought that was a fair price, but it was bids. And there's a lot of bids. It was 67. So I'm going to say that's fair market value. Well, our highest one was a 12, 12 yeah. feedback. We may be uh, seeing this card back again. <laughs> uh, 567. Well, I mean, they bid quite a few times. So I wonder if. I hate to even, I don't even want to say it. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows what you're thinking when you see somebody with 12. And then look, there's some other people with two. Yeah. So yeah. The, this is, so it goes, the, the twos going back, the twos and the, and the threes getting it up to about 200 bucks. And then some of the other ones come back in or the look like legitimate 
bidders here. 73, 80, 109. And then 12 drops in when it gets to 10,000. Go up yeah. to the final bids. Yeah, so 12 is going from 10, getting up to 11,000. Then the 108, and then 12 yeah. is at 14. And 12, so October 4th at 9... So 9.14 a.m. and 8.19 a.m. for this one. So they bumped it one too many times, it looks like, or to win it. Yeah, something tells me that uh, whoever has that 567 feedback got a second chance offer. <laughs> Let's see. 12% bid. 80 total bids, 12 I Adam has been on his 12, so. so I don't know. Maybe that 12, they, they don't bid okay. on much. So. Go back, go back, go back. Go back. Oh. So I was looking at the seller there on the right. And when they bid, I was going to try to scroll, but it's on my screen. So when they bid, they have a lot of bids. But it does look like there's duplicates. Like the third one down is the same as the eighth one down. Right. Oh, the same seller. Yeah. So there's the same seller. And there was another one. There's the Y on number four is the same on number seven. Could be coincidence. But I mean. I agree with Logan. I think they bid that $100 and screwed themselves. So I guess we need to keep an eye out for this because yeah. it should probably go for about 12 13 from looking at the bids legitimate. Or not that the 12 was a legitimate, but or was not. Or was, I mean, but... I, I will say the seller has 100% feedback, 100% positive, and they have a lot of feedback over four thousand so yeah yep so that's a legit seller yeah so we'll california see. so yeah but that even at 13 14 grand that's that's uh that's a lot yeah i, I think that tops could have done a better job with the patches though if this is out of 10 yeah definitely yeah it's multicolor so yeah but i mean it's an amazing card i don't know that it's worth fourteen thousand three hundred and two bucks though i I still think you know, we some of these some of these things that I, I found tonight is like what you guys say are going at twenty twenty one prices versus twenty twenty two prices. So does that mean things are going back up? I mean, there's always going to be that rare stuff that no matter what year it is, it's a high price, right? So, I mean, we're not talking Kyle Larson here. Base cards graded a PSA nine. Yeah, one for a thousand bucks. Jeez. Yeah, that was the seller finding the the right buyer. Absolutely. They threw that hook out there, and was it, what was that. it? Five thousand, and they got a thousand. Was it? Yeah, they got, yeah, five thousand dollars for the base card. Now, when it looked, Chase Elliott has a six graded, so it was not a lot of. A lot graded, and I think it only five cards in that whole set were graded. Wow, 
Well, I'm going to dig some of those out, and I'm, I'm sending them in. I'm going to yeah, mess I'm, that I'm up. have to take a look at mine, too, and see. Jeez, I'm messing that's... that population up. Hey, <laughs> what year was that first stopping? That was 2020. 2020? I don't see it on eBay. That was Dynasty, wasn't it? it yes, was. sir. I don't see it in completed. So. Hmm. I wonder if something happened between last night and today. Uh, do you need to well, say Put the I link. Okay. Uh, well, we got a second. I just realized I did not give a shout out here. So definitely want to give a shout out to Skidmark's best name on YouTube. And I didn't buy these for the great YouTube comments. Uh, if you leave a comment on the YouTube videos, we will uh, give you a shout out as well. So also please like if uh, and or subscribe to the podcast the video YouTube channel and click the like button on the video. If uh, you enjoyed it, let us know. Yeah. Hashtag skid marks, top freaking Gibbs. Jason, anything else on that? First stop. No. Or still digging. I'm digging on max. So nope, nothing to add. Okay. All right. Anything you guys want to, anything else before we wrap up? Also want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. And then if there's nothing else, thanks again, everybody, for watching. And we will catch you next week. And I'm going to check out to see who's on the outro video. Okay. Bottom right corner. Yep.